from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between. This is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Welcome back to another episode of the Screeners Podcast. I'm Josh. This is Chad. I'm Chris. And I'm Melody. And we are missing Daniel this episode, but we are back anyways to talk all things media. But before we do, you know what I'm going to say. We love hearing ourselves talk. Chad loves it more than most. That's why he does all the editing. But (laughs) what makes this really fun is interacting with you, the audience. Really, the money money medium here is Facebook. Look us up, Screeners Podcast. Give us a comment. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear us talk about. And... We will be watching our feed and waiting for the likes because we love the likes. All right, let's get right into it. I promise we're way more excited about it than Josh seems to be, people. That, it's okay. That wasn't creepy at all. Kind of creepy. We will be watching. Come on. <laughs> I this this is what I get for just just talking. This is how I sound in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write right. this, folks. I That's... didn't write any of it. There's been a dearth of good movies over the last several weeks, so we have been on a mini hiatus as we've been waiting on something that we felt would be worth talking about again. Uh, But what that has done uh, is that that's given us some time to catch up with things on our personal screens uh, at home, uh, streaming. And so I thought for our jump cuts tonight what we do is we just go around and try to catch up with what everyone has been watching, what everyone has had on their personal screens, and see what everybody's been into for the last few weeks. So what better place to start than with Josh, who I know has absolutely filled his free time with nothing but consumption of media. Josh, what have you been watching lately? You know me so well, Chad, so very well. I do. Uh, yeah, so for me, the the most we've been doing around here is restarting all the the shows that we love that are beginning new seasons. So we've got Better Call Saul, we've got Silicon Valley, we caught up with John Oliver's show, uh, I think the main two are really better call Saul and Silicon Valley. We are still, for some just unknown, unknowable reasons, still watching the blacklist. Oh, that is uh, a, that is a joke. Wow. It's is that a real thing? It's, really? It's, it's still a thing. Well, th- there's a spinoff now. There's a spinoff blacklist that we haven't been recording. We what? Missed, we missed recording the first couple and are very excited about that. So, so the blacklist is so successful as actually a spinoff of the oh, blacklist. Oh yeah, man. It's, it's for real. The blacklist, really? I would say the blacklist is Redemption. so successful that with a myriad of amazing television, Josh <laughs> chooses to still watch this instead. That's, that's incredible, I, man. So it's, it's the same reason that people read Stephen King. Like oh. they're so committed. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I'm going to step off now. Don't you dare. Foolish statement. Don't you dare, Josh. Friendship has its boundaries. Wow. I exist to push those boundaries. That's that's what I'm here for. Thank you. I am your Lenny Bruce. Um. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. We did start, we tried to watch NBC's show Trial and Error, hoping that it was going to be a Parks and Rec about uh, law, but it is not that, and it is not good, and we are sorry, and we will never do it again. <laughs> I'm done. Yes, it got in the way of your blacklist viewing. <laughs> yeah. Got in the way of my James Spader. I love me some ridiculous, unbelievable James Spader characters. So, Josh, very quickly, are the shows that you're still watching, are you still liking them? 
Oh yeah, Better Call Saul is is fantastic, and Silicon Valley. I'm I'm impressed that Mike Judge has been able to keep up this pace for three seasons. It's still it's still very funny. Yep, and I enjoy it every week. Yeah, yeah I don't. I, I don't. I think it's it gets better and better. That show is just really incredible. I I'm I'm enjoying that as well. It's it's quite good. Yeah, it's my favorite comedy on television for sure. Yeah. All right, Melody. What about you? What have you had? Have you had a chance to uh, to watch many things over the last few weeks? Well, I feel pleased that I have something to contribute to this conversation this evening. So this is good because we have watched a couple shows and a couple movies. Uh, we we got into Better Call Saul. We watched the first few episodes. Now I have not seen what's the show that it's Breaking Bad. Of? What's that? Breaking show? Bad. What's that one of the <laughs> no shows show. of all time? Shut shows. it! I haven't seen it. Okay, <laughs> I don't have time for all of this, but. Better Call Saul seemed accessible. Chris wanted to watch it, so we started. And I, I'm actually enjoying it. I, I feel like it's intriguing and not super heavy and interesting. So we're only a few episodes in, but I feel as though we will continue with Better Call Saul. And then we also watched Little Big Lies. Did we already talk about that on the podcast? Uh, big, I don't think we big have. Little Lies. Yeah. I talked about it a little big bit. Big Little Lies. But just Anyways. A Yes, we watched it. We watched that whole season. So that was an interesting watch. Yeah. Uh, it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth the payoff. And then we just started last night The Handmaid's Tale, which has been interesting as well and very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Have any of you guys watched that at all? Yes. Okay. All right. My wife wants to so much because she used to teach that book, but we don't have Hulu. We might have to get Hulu. Just pay the do- pay the $8 and cancel when you're finished yeah wait hang on a second now don't they do weekly releases well they they put Uh, the first three out and then it's going to go to every week but the first four episodes are out now yeah and i know well because it's been a week yeah that's right yeah they put the first three out initially and then they're going to release one new one every week for i think i think it's an eight season eight episode season i think i read 10 but they weren't it might be 10 wasn't definitive yeah so talk about it tell me how is it yeah. from a production standpoint? Yeah, what did you think, Melody? Uh, fr- from a production standpoint, I would say it's pretty awesome. Like, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty beautiful. I think it's very well done. I have not, I don't recall reading the book. So I probably haven't because I probably wouldn't remember it. Um, but so I don't know how true to the to the source material it is. But the acting is is very compelling, I would say. How many episodes in are you? We're only not even through the second episode yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah. current and it's, uh, I think you should, I think you should, uh, definitely watch it, Josh. I think it is a show that you and Amy would, would like together. It yeah. should engender a lot really? of discussion for the two of you. It is immaculately done. I agree, but it is very depressing. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's not a lot of joy in it, although it's obviously no. we're going, uh, we're going through at a week by week pace, so I'm I'm sure there are places that it will go, but uh, it's it's you have to give props to Hulu because it's it's as good from a quality standpoint as anything that's out there. It's really excellent, I think. Yeah, it, the feels cinematography like an HBO looks show. it looks amazing. It feels a lot like uh, Hannibal to me, like the cinematography, <laughs> the the willingness to like sit oh and just kind of. What? Why? Why saying? Oh my gosh! Back to Hannibal again. <laughs> He's uh, well, stay away. Here we are. It's in 2017. I got to work. One it of in the one best shows ever made, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hannibal. Oh. No, but it does. It 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 feels very morose. It's very you know like okay, we're gonna sit here on this topic for a little while, and 
I don't know. It's beautiful. It's well shot. It's it, it takes its time. It's uh, it's an interesting it definitely, show. It definitely takes its time. I, I would say almost to a fault. Like it, it's a slow moving show. It's made. It's meant to make you uncomfortable, though. I mean, that's the whole point. It, 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 the, the, both the look and the subject matter, all of it is made you made to want you to make you think and and be feel uncomfortable. And you know, yeah, I think it's great. I really do. I, I like it a lot. I, I just need it to go somewhere. Or yeah, it's not, it does. <laughs> make... It does. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And so before we go away from you, Melody, too, I am interested because you have a very unique perspective as someone who hasn't watched Breaking Bad to <laughs> access this world through Better Call Saul. And we had kind of an offline discussion uh, on our uh, Slack channel on the screeners about how it would be if you were mm-hmm. coming in. Would it be too boring? Because obviously there are there are little Easter eggs and tie-ins that we get that aren't necessarily vital to the plot, but that make it just kind of more of a vibrant and full, fully fleshed out world. What is your take on it just after a few episodes? Is the pacing good? Is it interesting enough that you think that, uh, that you, that you like it? I do like it. I, I don't know what I'm missing. So I, I mean, I'm sure there are things, but like Chris has seen Breaking Bad and he's not sitting over there having like moments of epiphany or whatever. So (laughs) it doesn't seem like I'm missing anything too wonderful. I I think like the first episode I had, uh, it took me a while to like buy in because I have no relationship with this character. But by the second episode, like I was in and I was into the story and it didn't Because it's interesting because, you know, the first episode just kind of takes for granted that, you know, who Saul is like she didn't even know who the main character was like when the first scene He's sitting there, but you don't realize she didn't realize that that's the guy who we were going to be following the entire time. So for just, you know, just some of those things you just take for granted until the show actually gets its own legs. The the first episode's a little um, I don't say leaning on, but just there's a little bit of that familiarity that uh, that helps someone who has seen the show kind of click into gear quicker. But I think by, by where we're at, I mean, it's it's. Yeah, she she she's following everything, and there's nothing there that's I feel like she's missing, or that I have right. to no, I don't pause. Think, and, I don't think there's any. Yeah. That show's certainly not made for kind of big moments like Breaking Bad was, or at least it hasn't been in the last few seasons. But yeah. um, I, even as someone who, like many people, do loved Breaking Bad, there are times where it uh, it's the pace is a little bit deliberate for me. Um, but overall, yeah, it's a great show. It's a great show. All right. Well, that's good. That's good stuff happening there. Chris, what about you? What have you, what's been on your screen these last few weeks? Well, so I'm going to kind of hop the media train here and I'm going to go to video games uh, because about a week ago I purchased a Nintendo Switch. Um, and with that Nintendo Switch, I also uh, got the video game The uh, uh, Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild. And I'm just going to say this much. That game is probably one of the best video games I've ever played, period, bar none. It is absolutely incredible. It, the The world that they've created uh, is spectacular. Um, I cannot wait to go adventure and and uh, to to just discover new things. Um, I, I don't know. Have you, I'm guessing you guys have heard of Breath of the Wild a little bit. Have you guys like looked into it at all? Have you have you watched any videos about it? Have you guys are you familiar with it? I have. Anywhere? Yeah. I, I don't know if Josh I has. I have seen nothing. It I know is. of this Zelda, but <laughs> yeah, it, it, <laughs> you know of the Zelda. 
Well, this is an open world game for the very first time. Uh, it is fully open world. It kind of comes back to the first Zelda, which I guess is kind of like an open world game kind of. Um, but, uh, it is very, it, it is incredible. Like the world works like you would assume it would work. And there's very little, um, uh, walled, uh, gardens that you cannot access. In fact, if you wanted to, the moment you stepped out into Hyrule, you could literally go fight Ganon right away uh, and beat the game. Uh, if you were good enough to do that, you can, uh, you don't have to do anything. Everything is available and people are playing it for hundreds of and hundreds of hours uh, and still not yes, discovering everything about yes, it. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. It is. Anybody it, that great we about, know that's been doing that? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm telling you what. It is It is one of these games that you just, you can't get enough of. It is amazing. And what's great about this is that the Switch allows you to take it wherever you want to go. Um, so you can play it on your big, you know, awesome TV with your surround sound, or then you can just come pop it straight off of the dock and take that exact same game with you uh, wherever you are going that day. So it is, it's, it's, I honestly, it's the way I want all my games to be done from now on is I, I wish everything was on the switch um, because you can play it wherever you want to play it. You can go wherever you want to go. And if they're, if, if they can, if they make three or four more games like Zelda, like this, get the Zelda, it is, it's worth having. I mean, this game is absolutely spectacular. It's wonderful. I've had a blast. So you're telling me that with the Switch, there is nowhere yep. my family go can go to escape from it. Exactly. That's exactly right. There's yep. nowhere where I will have to spend time with my family. Anymore. No, sounds never. Great. It is very amazing. Healthy. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Comments, so Melody? Awesome. Comments? <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my comments to myself. <laughs> it's great. I don't think there's anything, like I said before, it is a perfect game. Uh, Man alive, is... I have zero desire to buy a Switch. I just, I, I want to want to, but Dude. I just can't. I can't do it. I don't know why. It's so, it's so strange. Like it, because, because PS4 and Xbox One, I've got an Xbox One. I don't really need a PS4. I don't feel like I need another console at home. But the Switch is so different in that you can take it anywhere you want to. You can play it on a, on a plane. You can take it with you. You can play it at home. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's great. I would say though, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fine. The, the PS4, the, well, the PS4 for me, like three of my, three of my most enjoyable gaming experiences uh, have been on this year or in the last, I guess, twelve months or so, have been on the PS4. Even though I am primarily an Xbox One gamer for sure, so I think yeah, yeah. there, I definitely think there are enough games on the PS4 that are just for PS4 that make it worth it. Whereas right now, I don't feel motivated. Uh, just to get one game even as good as it would be for the Switch. And I just don't know where I'd fit it in. There's so much, so much to do. But you can, but again, you can take it with you. You can have it at the office. I mean, I'm just saying, you can have it wherever you're going, man. It's, 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 well, it's he's, he's got his consoles at the office, too. No, Let's I know, but what I'm saying, yeah, but <laughs> Let's it, keep it real. You Chris. travel a lot, you're on sets a lot. You probably got like, you know, 20 minutes in between setup and, you know, the, 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 the talent getting there and you can play a, a shrine or whatever. And I'm telling you, it is, it changes you. You think you don't, you, I honestly, I bought and said, I'm going to try this. I'm going to give it like a week because I can return it if I don't like it. And it blew me away. There's there's no way I would ever return it. It is. It's incredible. It really is. Well, uh, please send all of your uh, concerns and um, marriage therapist recommendations to Chris <laughs> and Melody. <laughs> what is this? What? 
I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. So, uh, well, I was going to talk about just a couple of things um, that I've been watching the last few weeks, one of which we already talked about, which was The Handmaid's Tale, which is an easy, easy recommend for, uh, well, yeah, even if uh, Melody, I guess if Melody can stand it, then just about anybody can as far as like your <laughs> your tolerance there, because you typically don't like the real dark stuff. But you're in there, right, Melody, on that one? Yeah, I mean, it is dark, but it's I don't know. I don't know why this one doesn't bother me as much as some. But anyway, I'm interested in it. OK, well, one of the returning shows that I have been uh, watching, which is just as great as it's ever been it's always criminally ignored during award season uh is the americans uh and it's a it's a great show it remains excellent in every way now another show that i have it has taken me about maybe a month or longer and i'm just halfway through episode five which is iron fist which we talked about a little bit on the show I just yeah. felt like I needed to finish it just because I like to complete things by nature. And so yeah. I was like, I don't want to watch The Defenders until I've completed this. But I think this may be the first show, like a Netflix show like this, where I'm just going to have to give up on it. It's so bad. Did any of you guys ever get beyond the first episode or two on the nope, on Iron I, Fist? The the last episode that I told you that I watched, I think was like episode two, that which we talked about. Right. I have not gone back. I've had no desire. I just really haven't. Yeah, well, you made the right decision because it's awful. <laughs> it's just absolutely awful. But I, I'll tell you a show that I have started that is over a year old that is not awful. Uh, and it is already, and this is a hard list to get on for me because I have a lot of television that I really love. But it's already squarely in my top ten shows of all time. And that is Fargo Season 2. And so we were talking about Hulu earlier. One of the main one of the main reasons that I ever subscribed to Hulu was because I missed Fargo season one and two uh, when they aired originally. And so I subscribed so I could watch these shows. And uh, I'm seven episodes out of ten through Fargo season two. Have any of you guys watched Fargo at all? No. Nope. Listen, well, I, I, I take that back. I, I watched like the first episode of the listen, first season. Listen, they don't. You don't have to watch season one to watch season two. Um, it's kind of in a share, not even necessarily a shared universe, but it is th- some of the absolute finest writing and cinematography. Period. It's literally uh, a ten-hour film in all of the best ways. It's darkly. It's uh, it's a dark comedy, but it's also uh tense and exciting and uh if you liked Fargo the film it definitely has that kind of a feel to it so it is it's worth the subscription alone the 11.99 to get no commercials and watch the first two seasons of this show I'm 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 now obviously recording the third season as it's happening if you have not seen Fargo guys I'm telling you 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 need to see Fargo. It's 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 phenomenal. Mm. So and Melody, it's a show I think you would love. And I, Chris, you would love this show. So I've heard nothing but good things about it. I really, I just honestly, I just keep forgetting that it's available. Do on not Hulu. forget <laughs> it. Do not forget. Okay. It. Like if you want, right. seriously, if you wanted to start on season two, you could. They're not yeah. related at all. Season. Would two, you say that that's a better place to start? Well, I like season two a little better than season one, but for different reasons, they're just, they're trying to do different things and sure. the genre quote unquote 
uh, in the second season is something that I naturally gravitate towards. So, but both okay. seasons are absolutely stellar. So you guys should should definitely check that out. So anything else? Anybody miss? Did I miss anything with anybody? I mean, there's a lot I could talk about, but I think. I think I talked enough. So. Talk about a trailer that I'd like to talk about. But yes. Oh, there's this trailer that came out, watch guys. It. Well, Melody, what is that, I cannot Melody? tell you. <laughs> Go ahead, Melody. I'm I, so I, mad that Chad will not watch the Dark Tower trailer because, Chad, I feel like I should just put my foot down and make you watch it because I feel like you're going to see the movie and you're going to be like, why didn't you just say this to me? And then I'm going to be like, well, because you refuse to listen to me. And it's just going to be a sad conversation. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of sadness in that let's, story. Let's keep this going. I've been yeah. pretty angry all day, actually. I want, I want I to hear more say, vague things Melody, from Melody. Well, let me be honest with you. Melody is genuinely angry that she cannot talk to you about this trailer, Chad. She, <laughs> she, she told me, she goes, I want to talk to Chad about this so bad, and he won't do it. Like, I'm not kidding you. She was genuinely upset so with you today. It was not a good time. There's two problems with this scenario. Is number one is I yeah. told you guys I'm trying to swear off trailers for the most part. If I, you know, I'll watch a little bit and just so I'm not yeah, spoiled. But, but in this case, um, because of the way you two acted when you first found out something about something, you've scared me off of it. So I don't know why that we scared you off on it. it, it you just I, you need to <laughs> anyway. It's it's a little silly that you don't want to because you're familiar enough with the. Uh, the source material. I am, but I'm not that, worried about the source material being spoiled. I want okay. to reserve my anger and judgment for how they completely screw up the adaptation for just the the night that I see it, as opposed to having to. <laughs> this live is making with me it. so angry. Look, I can't listen. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just you're off. You're, you just don't. It's just all you can do now. Face. All yeah. he can do now is speculate about how awful it's going to be. If he it's watches true. the trailer, he confirmed. will have concrete evidence. It's confirmed. Well, that's, well, that's fine. It's, it's going to be the same. Be the worst four months of life. Sorry. It's going to be. Two months. Thank you, Brent. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, man. Enough of this, this dark, dark tower talk. Here we go. Next thing you know, we're going to be talking about video games again. So let's. Uh, what? We're supposed with... to be talking about video games. <laughs> what the heck? With that. Let's move you to our. You can take them anywhere all the time. They're with you. It <laughs> never leaves you. Oh Ooh. God. Again, folks. <laughs> please. Marriage counselor recommendations. Please send them right away. Uh, Let's move to our main event. Welcome to the main event. All right, guys. For our main event this week, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Jack up our prices for two-time Galaxy Savers. Sometimes the thing you're searching for your whole life, it's right there by your side all along. You're right. All you do is yell at each other. You are not friends. No, we're family. 
IMDb description of this film. Set to the backdrop of awesome mixtape number two, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 continues the team's adventures as they unravel the mystery of Peter Quill's true parentage. Slight spoiler there, maybe. I don't know. I guess it's in the trailer. But anyway, uh, yes, so we've all seen this movie. Yes, Josh, have you seen this movie? No comment. I I go after Chad. What? No, come on. We'll we'll wait with great anticipation to find out if Josh put his hard-earned money on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. But anyways, the rest of us, I know, have seen this movie, and I'm excited to hear what you guys thought of this film. So when we go around and give our initial thoughts let us first state our our acquaintance with this franchise and our love or lack thereof for the first film so we will start with chad chad what did you think of guardians galaxy volume two well to answer your question uh guardians of the galaxy the first one uh was one of made my top 10 that year and was a great surprise and as a matter of fact just quick off the top of my head, superfluous ranking uh, is probably in the top my top three Marvel movies, period, out of all the Marvel films. Um, so I loved it. Loved it very much. I love the characters. It cemented Chris Pratt as like just a, a huge movie star and just charming and hilarious and funny and just loved everything about the first movie for sure. So much so that I tried to convince my wife who hates all things sci-fi or fantasy or anything that's not 100% grounded in reality, uh, to try and watch it with me uh, at home. And that lasted for about 10 minutes. But anyway, so I um, went into this one with high expectations, Uh, essentially the same creative team around the property. And I'm happy to report that for the most part, uh, I like this one not as much, not as much as the first one. But it's not far behind. Uh, I think this movie is funnier than the first one. I laughed a lot more. Just general, oh man, general yeah. comedic beats that happen in this movie that are absolutely hysterical. Uh, so I laughed more. But the problem I had with this movie in general, and it's a minor problem, is just that the more that the story unfolded, without going into spoilers, the less interested I was. It, it kind of got not kind of for me anyway it got really convoluted towards the last third of the movie where they were Hmm. explaining what was happening and the motivations of uh, the villain i'll leave it generic and what the the plan was now anytime i was with the characters just like in the first movie when you're just hanging out with these characters it's great fun uh funny uh a lot of style great music the whole thing it's just enjoyable but the plot for this one for me just just bumped it down a notch. It wasn't that it was confusing. It was just it was just very packed and convoluted and just difficult to really root one way or the other. Um, although I can't say anything. I don't want to say anything negative about it. This is not a scenario where you're going to go in and get a traditional sequel that's like a big step down. Uh, it's it's very, very close to the first one. I love all of the characters. I love some of the new characters that were introduced. And it it's surprisingly emotional. Uh, there are some things that happen in this movie that made me, uh, I mean, not not tear up, but it definitely got close, got a little a little choked up at some of the stuff in here that happens. When we get into spoilers, we can and talk about that a little a uh, little bit more in detail. But overall, I have to give it a thumbs up. Just quick general impressions. 
If you like the first one, I think you'll like this one as well. Uh, I've seen a lot of people saying that, the, that they love this one a lot more than the first one, and I couldn't go that direction, but I certainly could understand why. This one is it's bigger and more of the first one, but like most sequels, uh, just push to the next highest level as far as just more, 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 more. And in some cases when that can be a bad thing, I think here, for the most part, uh, they navigated that pretty well and came up with a very fun and enjoyable movie. All right. All right. Well said. Josh, we will move on to you. Now can we know the news that we've been waiting with bated breath to find out? <laughs> yes. Have you I'm seen this movie? I've been so anxious. Well, let me start with your other question about my relation to the franchise. Um, I decided that since this was going to be a main event uh, movie, I should probably go ahead and watch the first one. So I watched the first one on Friday night and went and saw this one on Saturday. So Ooh. they were they were both very fresh. <laughs> yes. Very fresh. All right. So I did the same thing Chad did um, and got my wife to watch the first one with me. And that lasted maybe 20 minutes before she uh, she went and did something else. Oh, really? And oh, man. So the whole time, we have a big enough TV and a good enough sound system, but, like, the three-year-old's asleep upstairs, so it can't be very loud. And she's sitting next to me doing something else. And I wondered whether that colored my enjoyment of the first film at all. It, it might have. There were some funny beats in the first one, but overall I was just kind of eh about it. And so I went to the second one. And after hearing all the hype about the first one and after having the experience I did, I didn't know what to think of the second one. I knew there there are some lackluster reviews, but in general, people seem to like it. But this one, man, it was just all over the place. And I'm not entirely sure how Chad can gush quite so much about it. Not not that you were over the top gushing, but to to have like an unreservedly positive view of this movie, I think, is a bit bit much. Because there's the the general sense of fun, sure. The soundtrack is great. The soundtrack for both of them is great and is great to have in a superhero movie. But and there are some genuinely funny beats as well. But in general, the it's two hours and fifteen minutes long, and it's just really uneven. One of the main characters has kind of changed personalities completely from the first movie. Kurt Russell is just the worst. The literal worst. <laughs> wow, <laughs> really? It's it's that's, just all. I, I guess that baloney. it's a, it's. I get that it's silly and it's not supposed to be subtle. Oh my gosh! But there were so many times where they dipped below the line of okay, this is silly fun to this is really juvenile and stupid and why did they do that? It's <laughs> it's like funny joke, fart joke, funny joke, fart joke. The the whole movie. Through Wait a minute, are you trying to say fart jokes old. aren't funny? <laughs> I, just need, I just need clarification for me so overall it's like exactly what chad said if if you liked the first movie you're probably going to like this one because not much has changed about the tone there are just some general problems i have with the with the tightness of the story and the, not so, not the tightness of the plot necessarily although it did drag in the middle Agreed um, there too but just kind of the the it feels like a roller coaster to me, just like I said, like it tonally. But that's my take, and I will let Chris take it away now because I, I know he's got. <laughs> let me guess where this is going. Oh man, <laughs> Chris, try and yeah. be nice. Go. 
I mean, I just I think this is better than the first one. Um, I think uh, they took what could have been a very predictable sequel to the first film and turned it up on its head and made it something about something completely different and actually elevated what could have been just a silly, stupid action romp and made it emotional and about something. Sure, the plot, I think, is it takes a second uh, like, you know, takes a step back from the characters. This is much more a character driven. If you like the characters from the first film, this is just an exploration of them. For the most part, it is about how that stuff impacts them, about how it impacts their dynamic, it, what it's like to have uh, siblings, what it's like to have parents, what it what it's like to have friends um, and what's important in life. And Man, I'll tell you what, the 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 core cast is fantastic. You care about a freaking raccoon and a twig for some reason. And I mean, just the power of that is pretty incredible. The the ability for the filmmakers to make that work. Uh, James Gunn is both the writer and director here, so he's got full control over everything. And what I find fascinating about this is that there's very few hooks that have to go out to the other Marvel universe movies. Uh, this one's pretty much self-contained. There's nothing in here that I felt like, well, that was just a setup and well, that never paid off. This was a full self-contained film, which I, I think was kind of interesting. This has some of the funniest scenes in a movie I've ever seen. There's a sequence involving baby Groot, um, needing to go out and gather certain items and bring it back to other characters. Uh, and I just laughed my head off. I just, I could not stop laughing. I thought it was wonderful. I, for me, I thought this was a great payoff to the first movie. If you like the characters, you're going to have a blast uh, with this movie. It was really great. Well, that was a lot of love from Chris. Just it was good. It was shocker. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's, it's really not a great, is. it's not a great movie. It is yeah. what? Yes, it is. It's what? Yes, it's fine. It's a great movie. Chris, Chris loved it a lot. So for me, I'm more in the Chad camp on this one. I totally did love the first one. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite Marvel movies. It somehow, in the midst of these seven million superhero movies, I have to watch like these movies, especially the first one, just feel fresh and different and interesting and funny and heartfelt and all the things. Um, so I, I was expecting the second one to basically be, you know, volume two of the first one, which it was, and I liked it, but, um, not, not nearly as much as Chris. I do not think it is a better movie. I don't, I, maybe I think it's equally as funny. Um, but I do think they like overdo some of the jokes, kind of how Josh was saying, like enough of that one, like the, the baby Groot stuff or whatever. It's funny for a while. It just there's so much of it that it becomes a little less funny. And I agree too with the the plot. Um, I liked it. I liked. I was surprised at how heartfelt it was and how much I cared. Um, but I did think it kind of went off the rails a time or two, or just became less interesting as it went along in some respects. But the characters do not become less interesting. I love the characters so. I loved getting to be with them. I enjoyed every moment of the movie, but I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's as good as the first one. So you are uh, correct. Yes, I know. And the writing is a lot worse in this movie too. Yeah. There are lots of passages where the, the writing is, is pretty bad. Now when the, and it's, and, and in, 
and in most cases it is again when it's usually trying to explain what in the world's going on with the story but uh, when the characters are just hanging out having a good time it's great it's a lot of fun yeah exactly you know exactly yeah i i'm well i guess i guess we can talk about my questions and spoilers but uh anything else to talk about before we get to spoilers no, no. go see the movie <laughs> well let's find out if everyone agrees on going to see the movie chad what do you say uh, this is a movie that I, uh, man, it's, no, it's theater worthy. It's theater worthy for sure. Um, it's not, I've, I've decided on these recommendations so that they actually have some sort of meaning from me anyway, is that I'm actually going to, I'm going to try and make it a scale of, is it worth paying your money to see it in the theater or, or worth saving a little bit and seeing it at home for rental, not just see everything in the theater. Cause you should see everything in the theater, but uh, I think this is theater worthy. It's big. It's beautiful. It has a lot of laughs. And you know, t- for jo- to respond to what Josh said at the beginning about why I am so just generally positive, it's hard to be negative on a movie that I laughed as much as I did. And I did. I laughed a lot in this movie. And my heart has yet to die like his has. So when I laugh, it makes me <laughs> positive. Um, but so yeah, I would say see it. I would That's say fair. see it in the theater. Uh, it, it's it's theater worthy. Okay, Josh. Well, this movie made over one hundred forty-five million dollars opening weekend at the box office. So it doesn't matter what I say. Uh, <laughs> if if you like the first one, sure go see it, and like sure go see it in the theater because it is a big movie. And after watching one on my TV and one on the big screen, it's obviously meant to be seen big. So if you're going to see it, go to the theater and see it. Wow. Okay. Chris, I don't really think we need to ask you, but do you have a comment? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I agree, too. See it in the theater if you're going to see it. It's great. You'll last. You'll have fun. It's, It's a great movie. All right. Let's go to spoilers. Whoa, spoilers. Okay, so here's my main question. Yeah. Does Star Lord now have no power? Because I'm concerned about this. Is this franchise <laughs> he, continuing? <laughs> he didn't well, in the first one power. and now he doesn't yeah. again, so nothing He nothing held the wants. Infinity Stone. Yeah. It, 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 he doesn't it, need it, to. He doesn't need to do that again. It's fine. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the, the, the power that you're that he was trying to get from his dad, but he's still a guy he's still a demigod. So I mean when when it comes to that, yes, absolutely. Yes. His lineage How hasn't so? changed. It's but still the, his dad. The light inside the planet died, like Kurt Russell so so eloquently put it. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. So Listen, guys, he has no powers. This is an exercise. He said you'll be, you'll be like just the rest of them. So now he's like the rest of them. He did say that. And this is also trying to, to uh, close plot holes in this movie is uh, exercise in futility. Just want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Say that. No, I, I, I would say that, you know, the his his ability in the first one, again, it doesn't it doesn't really matter uh, whether he has he won't have superpowers ever. But his lineage hasn't changed, so there's there's always a possibility that that could could come back. So let's just I'll just leave it there, rather than saying like I know for sure because I don't. But he doesn't have the superpower that uh, his dad was trying to give him or teach him about. Right. All right. Well. Next question. 
Next question. <laughs> I thought I honestly, don't have any more questions. I thought the 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 story that I wasn't that I did not see coming was the power of um, adoption or uh, you know having uh, like a foster parent um, in this movie. Like I, I really thought that was kind of like a sweet thing that I, I did agree. not see coming at all. Yep. Like your dad is biologically does not matter it's who protects you it's who you know tries to keep you safe um i man i thought that was something i just it's sidelined i just blindsided me i didn't see it coming and it was like whoa what wow this is what we're talking about i thought that was really special i thought i really am dead inside you are (laughs) really because we got to we got to all those beats at the end of the movie and all i could think was man this is just low-hanging basic human emotion like it it's so Mm. easy to hit these beats and there was nothing subtle about the way they did it and it's let's let's inject emotion into this movie what is the easiest way to do it oh look there's a father-son story and there's this other father and isn't that sad what what? Yes, no, you're dead inside. I'm going to say that. Josh, but those stories are always told. It's not like... Uh, I, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's it's the easiest... No, but I thought this was really well... But I thought it was really well done, though. Like, I, I think that I wasn't... The entire time you always have thought, at least they set it up in this film anyway, that Yondu had somehow taken him away from what, you know, would have been really good. He knew ex- the entire time he was doing something selfish and then you find out that he wasn't doing something selfish at all i thought that was a a wonderful little device about the characters and learning more about them i thought that was a really great moment um i don't know i I mean yeah that's a good twist for yondu i didn't i didn't find that like that's not one of the emotional beats i'm talking about that was a good that was good what emotional beat are you talking about the well the the father-son story between him and his real father and then the line that you're talking about with Yondu, um, he may be your father, but he ain't your daddy. Right. Stuff like that. I thought that was wonderful. I mean, I really did. I, and the, the, the Kurt Russell stuff, I, I thought it was good, though, because, you know, he was the entire time concerned about finding his real dad or his real lineage and, you know, doing going off and doing this this stuff. And I don't know. I, I just thought it was a really neat just moment that I wasn't expecting. They didn't have to do that. They could have just made a dumb superhero movie where you fight a god and that was it but instead i think they, they did made it about no, they i think it. they did both of those things actually and i will say too that yes it is true that the, that marvel typically tries to have some sort of emotional hook in their films but i will also say having seen all of them and some of them multiple times uh very rarely in my opinion are the do they succeed at the level that they did with this one? Uh, I do think it was, yeah, sure, it's low-hanging fruit to some degree, but it's low-hanging fruit for a reason. It's because those things resonate with people. And so I think that the way that it was executed in this, while not subtle, was still effective. Um, And and it hasn't been hasn't been that way in a lot of other Marvel movies. Uh, But I do think I do think in general, this movie is it's you know baby group may be the cutest thing ever um in a in a to to dovetail what melody was saying um but at some point and i think this is the problem and josh mentioned the 2 hour and 15 minute runtime is that it just starts to drag because it's 
it's I've heard somebody I don't remember where I heard it on a podcast or something so or maybe in a review I was reading that this is like the Richard Linklater um, version of a uh, superhero movie because there's about a 45 minute patch where they just sit around and talk to each other uh, mm-hmm. and so while at one what? on one side that is absolutely true um, and and that's where it starts to feel a little bit like you're waiting for something to happen. Um, but you do enjoy these characters and enjoy spending time with them. So I think ultimately that's why I couldn't fully embrace it is because it was just, it was too much of one thing, uh, just hitting that same joke over and over and over again, combined with the long patches of what in the world's going on here. But, yeah. uh, and, but I understand why Chris loves it. This is a Chris movie. It's May. <laughs> it's a Chris movie. Yeah. Um, and I How like about those it gold a lot. people, huh? I thought they were great. I thought all, I, I, there are lots of really good things in here. I also understand why Josh didn't like it um, as much. But it sounds like he liked it. He just didn't think it was great, right, Josh? There were there were entertaining parts. Um, it's it's tough to say where my overall opinion comes out on it because there were parts that were definitely enjoyable, and I like the soundtrack. Oh, and I, I didn't mention this earlier: the opening sequence to this movie. Is just fantastic, right? It's yes. really great. It really is. Yes. Yeah. 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 Really, I didn't like it actually. <laughs> well, I like that what? song. Maybe it's I'm with song. you, Melody. <laughs> I didn't like it either. I was I I got worried. And I thought if it if the rest of the movie, it felt very forced oh, to me. So it felt forced. Man, you it guys, like dancing baby group for ten minutes. Come on, what are we doing here? But, but it's we all like in the it. background. Chris, oh just let gosh. us. Chris, let us like something. We don't have no. to love it. No, just let me you like something. No. Yes. no. So the the beauty of that yeah it was it was very close up, very baby group for a while, but it was the song, it was the feel of the scene, and it was the concept that they were spending all <laughs> the, yeah. the camera was entirely focused on baby group while this huge cosmic yeah. battle yes. is happening in the background. And yeah. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. It was funny for a while. A little bit. That's true. It was <laughs> it, a little long. It seems that the key to Josh's Fine, heart. The, the key to Josh's heart is music, it seems. Uh-huh. Did you like the baby, group scene, the baby Groot scene, though, that I was talking about earlier in the, the jail? The jail. Yeah, it was funny. Oh, man. But again, it was funny like oh. the first two or three times. No, I hey, laughed I my butt off the out. entire time. I just couldn't stop it laughing. It was so good. <laughs> oh, man. And then the rest of the... the, rest of the um, Whatever the crap, what are they? The rest of the Ravagers are just sleeping on the ship with teddy bears and sucking their thumbs. Yeah. I mean, that's stupid. Oh, that, come on. No, no. <laughs> no, it's not. Wait a minute. <laughs> come you on, get, Hold on, wait. You guys don't suck your thumbs with teddy bears? No. Come on. <laughs> sorry. I'm uh, sorry. The, 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 talk, I agree with you, Josh. It was dumb. Chris, oh, I love man. that you love this Whatever. movie so much. I do. Oh, trash it. Panda. Trash Panda. Come on, guys. That, that was funny. Was fun. Yeah, funny. <laughs> See? Funny <laughs> joke, bad joke. Funny joke, bad joke. And then, yeah. so, by the time we get to the end, I, I feel like the emotional bit might have been more appealing to me if I hadn't just wanted to see Kurt Russell die from the moment <laughs> he came on the screen. What is wrong with you, Josh? <laughs> he was terrible. That was oh, the worst man. performance. <laughs> I mean, it's just the worst character. I actually, I agree. I, I did not like the character, but I don't think it was the worst performance. It was, a, it was a really bad performance. Okay, like, his delivery, just the whole way through explaining the planet, and oh, uh, like maybe he could have. Well, but was it the performance, or was it that? 
That or was it that he was a really bad character? It could have been. Yeah, that. like, or that you're not supposed, like, you're not supposed to trust him. You're not supposed to buy their bonding because he's really terrible. I don't know. I didn't like him either. But okay, taser face. Come on, guys. <laughs> no, that was funny. <laughs> it was funny for like the first yeah, right. fifteen, <laughs> ten seconds, and then they were like. So- and then <laughs> let's riff on this for 40. It's like an improv uh, where the, they like didn't it. edit it, it down. It is. Oh, man. Oh, good. I was so so my one... talking about her. I'm going to start liking it less. Let's get away from this. <laughs> oh, people. come on. I have one plot question, and it's okay. the very end. Yes. Well, oh, I guess it had happened before. But so the gold people, which we just mentioned briefly. Yes. Like they're being set up. <laughs> That high priestess is being set up to be a main villain of some kind. Well, she makes a main villain, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, And the whole reason she's after them is because they took some batteries. Yes. Like, like, really? Very. That's what they were. That's that's holding the grudge. That's impressive. Well, they're very expensive and they're hard to get. Remember, and uh, that's what they were called. That's the first scene for them protect those batteries. Oh, true. They but set it up. I mean, I listen, thought that was great. Those batteries are made by the brand MacGuffin. So, yeah, along. it was great. It was awesome. All right. Well, there are our thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We would love to hear what you think. So post on Facebook. Let us know. And we can continue the conversation there. Hey, you're listening to the Screeners Podcast. All right, guys, that is it for this episode of The Screeners. I just want to remind all of you out there in listening land to please go to our Facebook page and like this post, respond with uh, some snark comments, argue with Josh, please. Pick a fight with Josh. It is the most fun you can possibly have. So I beg of you, go do that. It'll be a blast. Let us know what you thought of the uh, the uh, this, this particular episode. Go to our uh, page on iTunes and subscribe. That definitely helps us out quite a bit. Uh, next time on the screeners, we're going to be talking about the summer movie wager. We're going to, all of us are going to pick our top 10, what we think are going to be the top 10 domestic box office hits of the summer. And then we're going to see who wins that. And then whoever does is going to make the rest of us watch something else. It's going to be great. It's going to be a fun time. So we will see you next time guys on the screeners. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.